This week gets a little wilder, a little weirder, a little wetter as we continue to go deeper into the trippy-dippy waters that we know to be as Pisces season. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. We got some big things coming this week. I'm going to get into all of that and more and what it means for you, but first... Let me introduce myself. I am Maddie Murphy, your high vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant, your cosmic cutie reporting for duty. This is it. We're here. We're in the last zodiacal season of the year. And as such, shit always gets, like I said, weird, wet, and wild. So on this episode, we're going to break down what you need to know for the new moon in Pisces that's this week. Now, heads up, before I even get into any of that, let us remember that this is the last new moon until we go into the heart of eclipse season. So if you have things you want to manifest, intentions you want to set, if you are ready to co-create with the universe, then circle your calendars. March 10th, you're going to want to do that. We're going to talk about that, a few other things we have going on this week. We're going to talk about the moon. We're going to talk about if astrology isn't real. And then if you're interested to see what this new moon is bringing to you based on your sign, you could check out our bonus podcast footage, content, whatever, footage. <laughs> That's really the right word. Over at our Cosmic RX premium subscription in the Lunarverse. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. First of all, vibe check. How is that Virgo full moon? I technically think that we are in the eclipse portal right at the end of that first like full moon before we go into eclipse season. Not that we can't manifest, not that we can't charge our crystals, but like we started to feel the swirling of the vortex, right? I always feel like eclipse season is if we like pulled out the plug on the drain in a big pool. It would take a while to go through the drain, but you would start maybe seeing some ripples at the surface, letting you know something's up. So there's that. Obviously, we had Saturn in the mix. The full moon in Virgo, I feel like, had us all like editing, looking at something, what's something we need to tweak, edit, retool, redo, or something isn't working, or we have to take, you know, come back into our wholeness, right? Virgo is she who is whole under herself. Personally, I spent the Virgo moon doing so much fun stuff. My sisters, cousins, we had a great like city weekend, went to the Museum of Ice Cream, which, wow, that's potent. And then on the night of the full moon, I literally decided I've been putting off for so long going through all of my DMs because how it works on Instagram, if you know, there's like multiple folders. It's hard to like pull up and see all of them, especially on your computer. Like they don't, it's weird the way they categorize. It's not chronological. And then around the time where we had the Instagram like imposters, I was getting like, I don't know. 40 DMs a day alerting me of it, which I so appreciate. But then things got so lost in the sauce. And I just literally went through this weekend and went through my DMs. 
I think some I hadn't even seen were from 2021. And that's on the Virgo full moon, giving me the focus to do that. So if you got a DM from me this weekend, that's why. And if you haven't, then DM me again, because I don't know where your DM is, because I, I went deep on that. Let me know, like, what did you, did you do anything like super Virgo, psycho Virgo like that this weekend? Now that we've done that clearing, we can make room for the amazing spiritual reset, one of the dreamiest, most miraculous, magical new moons of the year. And it's a super moon, lucky us. We're open, you know, fantasy floodgates are opening. We are opening up to like our biggest, you know, heart's desires, our Akashic ambitions. We're getting dreamy, dreamy, dreamy. All it's happening to our inner merbabe this upcoming week. So before we get into what that new moon is and how we can work with it, Virgo announcements, the big announcement is that we officially opened the waitlist for our Saturn Return support group. This is something, an initiative that I'm really excited for because they say when you're an entrepreneur, an artist, you make what you want to see in the world, right? Or you create the thing that you needed the most. Good Lord, my Saturn Return took me for a ride. And I was just figuring it out as I went. And your girl, it almost broke me. So now that I do this, and I work with a lot of you, a lot of you approach me in your sign in return for a reading or for mentorship work. But I thought, how cool would it be? And Audrey thought it too, to have a cohort, a cosmic cohort of just baddies going through their sign in return. I don't know if you've ever been to group coaching, group therapy. There is something that happens in a group that's really potent. And we're going to be, you know, having the wait list pop off. We're going to be announcing, opening those doors later in March. And it's essentially going to be once a month, we're going to meet on a live call. And then you're going to have tools, resources, things to help you really integrate, elevate, activate on the Saturn return. So unlike me, you don't have to just survive it, but you can thrive during it. And let me unlock and decode some of the actual magic of the Saturn return for you. So if you or if someone you love or know is going through it, let me know. And of course, first Saturn return and second Saturn return people all are welcome here. Let's get into if astrology isn't real. I'm going to cover a few things on this. I had so many DMs from great if astrology isn't real content. Definitely also DM that to Cosmic Rx. We have some exciting things coming down the pipeline for you. We're going to be playing with the astrology isn't real contributions and insight. We're going to take it to the next level. Stay tuned for that coming down in the not so distant future because I think for a lot of us, it's one of our favorite things is to really track what's going on in pop culture, world politics, the main stage, and see how it's really speaking to the astrology. So I want to open this up with just a moment of silence, a moment of acknowledging Aaron Bushnell. Taking that moment, taking that beat. Now, if you missed it this week, Aaron Bushnell was an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force, and he self-emulated in Washington, D.C. in front of the Israeli embassy. Self-emulated is a way of saying he, he doused himself in flammable liquid and set himself on fire after shouting, free Palestine. It's an extreme act of protest. And, and what he said is, I'm about to engage in this, but it's compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine. It's not extreme at all at the hands of their colonizers. I'm paraphrasing here. So 
first of all, he's been on my heart. Anyone who feels like him in a similar position, which I think is a lot of us, but I think especially if you are maybe in the military, in the armed services, I was talking a few weeks ago to someone whose uncle was in the Vietnam War. And he said, you know, people sometimes, you know, if they do who's the army, they say, thank you for your service. And he's like, I really don't want people to say that to me because some of the things that I did, I, I'm so not proud of. And it wasn't even my choice, right? I was drafted. Or for a lot of people, the army, the military is the way that they can afford an education or, you know, do what they need to do to get by. And it's something I was thinking about for the past few weeks and then seeing this it just brought up a lot. And the astrology of it speaks to, there's a few things going on, right? North Node and Chiron are conjunct in Aries, the sign of the warrior, the sign that has to do with fire. Chiron is a wounded healer. North Node is like our collective like destiny path we're on. But also Saturn and Pisces, I had talked about last year in the webinar, 2023 and 2024, that with North Node and Aries, we were going to see a lot of conflict that should hopefully ultimately lead to peace. But people who are like not okay with the peacekeeping anymore and maybe doing some things that are more about peacemaking in a radical and, and, and violent way even. And then Saturn and Pisces, I talked about Saturn and Pisces is the signature of like the martyr. Like we know, right, that that, that can be an energy, a shadow energy of Pisces. And with Saturn there, when we have had other Saturn and Pisces times, we have seen we have seen the martyrs and actually Saturn was in Pisces after towards the tail end of the Vietnam War and when we saw similar protests. And I'm not glorifying this style of protest because I never, human life is sacred, but it does speak to the moment of, again, Saturn and Pisces, self-martyrdom, another signature of Saturn and Pisces is extreme disillusionment, disenchantment, unrest, anger with the powers that be. There are a lot of different protesters, but I think there's something about someone from the Air Force feeling this way it speaks to the collective moment. Just wanted to have you know a moment of silence, and and in that acknowledging everything that that's been happening. I mean, just military industrial complex, the just gruesome incidences we've been observing in real time for the past few months and, and beyond. So just. That had to bring that up. And of course, I need to shift gears because we have the rest of the podcast to get to. But just know that's been weighing on my heart. I am going to put in my Instagram bio. There are some great resources if you want to have some like thoughtful responses, spiritual strategy, right? After hearing about news like this, what do we do next? Also, on that note, stay tuned to my Instagram. I want to do a circle um, before or after the Pisces new moon for just that, for gathering, for prayer, for meditation, but for discussing some spiritual strategy. Now, ready? Are you ready to have a extreme cosmic whiplash? The other if astrology isn't real moment is J-Lo, right? Would you see how hard of a turn I just made there? This is me now. Who's watched it? Who's seen it? I, in truth, Fully have not yet, but I did see that there is quite the astrology cameo in it, where I guess there is an actual zodiac council of celebrities playing out the zodiac signs. I'm like, what? Like Trevor Noah, Sofia Vergara. I don't really understand what this is me now is. I think it's like 
It's written up as a feature-length musical fantasy movie, which just that alone is so meta for Pisces season. (laughs) Yeah, so we had talked about in 2021 with the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, 2022 with the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction, there's going to be a huge revolution, revelation around more spirituality, more astrology going mainstream into the arts, into entertainment, into all walks of life. And yeah, I think JLo has to be probably one of the world's biggest celebrities putting forth something that's pretty abstract, it feels like, and really highlighting astrology. Super interesting. I know she is a big fan of the metaphysical world. I have a dear friend who is one of her spiritual advisors. That's on Pisces season. Pisces season has been, as it always is, a lot of ups and downs and weirdness. I'm going to get into that more with the new moon in Pisces. So that's what the astrology is in real. Really, really reflected that today. Let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, I do, always. Now, as a reminder, this helps us check in with our emotional center as we move forward for the week ahead and how we can work with this energy and also just understand and contextualize our experience as a human. What? We signed up for this. Are we sure? But for real, Monday, the 4th, when this podcast comes out, March 4th, we have a Sagittarius moon for the first half of the day till about 4.15 p.m. Eastern time. Now, what that's going to feel like is it's going to feel expansive, visionary. Maybe we're dreaming a new dream. Maybe we're going somewhere new. Maybe we're planning a trip. We love this for us. I said last week, Pisces, Sun, Sag, Moon, we have to look out for being flaky or disorganized or like all over the place because that's a hell of a lot of mutable energy. Then we go into Monday afternoon into a cap moon and cap moon is not suffering any cuckoo energy. It's like, uh uh-uh, this is not cute. Let's figure this out. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, until 7.40 p.m. Eastern time, we have this cat moon. This is going to help us ground down, focus, get some shit done, put on our ass kicking boots, and TCB, taking care of business on something, something we've been procrastinating on, or just something that helps us own our own sense of authority. That's why self-discipline, that's why structure feels so good. It's like telling ourselves, hey, I can rely on me. I can trust myself. Oh, that's why it feels so good. So do something that day to vibrate with that feeling. Listen, it's still Pisces season. We're still meant to be like our etheric mermaid fairy best selves. So don't let that cat moon squeeze all the joy, right? All the imagination, all the playfulness out of you. Wednesday evening, we have Aquarius moon and that goes through Thursday and basically all day Friday till 8 p.m. So Aquarius moon, I love Aquarius moon days because we can think really crisply and clearly. It's like we can just see things with a new perspective, maybe analyze things. We just feel, again, just some sharpness in our vision coming through. Also a great time to get together with people, do something community-oriented, be out and about. Just remember, again, why we're doing this is to get this whole thing of human life is for many reasons, but one of them is to connect and have meaningful experiences with like-minded people. So what does that mean for you, right? Ring up you know, the group chat, let's all get out, take it out of the chat into real life. 
or let me put myself out there and go join a group or a collective or a networking thing where I can, yeah, get some inspiration, right? Take us to the next level. We're going to look out for Aquarius moon. Today's going to Pisces sun. Whoa, the alien vibes are strong in this one. This can make us feel like we don't belong here. You might be having feelings of like, why did I even incarnate? I feel so awkward. I feel so out of place in this human body. Congratulations, you're not alone. You're just right on schedule. So do something to remember your humanness these days. Being in nature, getting a massage, laughing, crying even. If you want something to cry, Netflix has this series called One Day. I only watch it if you're ready to cry, okay? But like, Things like this, it really reminds us of just the rich experience of being a human. And then we go into Pisces New Moon Weekend, which I'm going to get into more of what that means for us in a second. But the Pisces New Moon is coming in to, you know, really let us see where the tides of our imagination, intuition, our soul want to take us next. So I want you to keep it dreamy over the weekend. I want you to make art. I want you to make love. I want you to be messy and mystical and like just see what wants to come out of you and cast away anything that feels like the shoulds or the hows or anything that feels overly logical or pragmatic, putting that in the backseat. We're letting our inner child run, our inner artist, our inner dream weaver come out. Of course, the things to look out for in the practical sense this weekend is let's not operate too much heavy machinery. Or if we do, let's have an extra cup of caffeine and, and really ground down before we do it. And that's actual heavy machinery or metaphorical. And the thing we'll look out for the Pisces new moon is the shadow energy. We can get in that disassociation, detachment, delusion, disillusionment. We can disassociate, we can escape, or we can go into like that victim mindset. So just being aware and, and just seeing what the energy feels like and how can we transmute that into being here, being present with all that is, and as always, taking radical responsibility for those dreams, for that itself. I talked about it last week with Saturn and Pisces. That's one of our lessons through 2026. That's the moon report. Let's talk about the astrology for the week now. As a reminder... You know, there's always a lot going on in astrology. If you want the real play-by-play, blow-by-blow, like written out, never forget, we have in the Cosmic Rx premium subscription in our membership, we have a moon guide that has this all listed out. If you're someone like me who likes to like really have all this information up front, check that out. So, okay, this week, with that being said, March 8th, as we lead up to the new moon, we have Mercury and Neptune meets up. Now this, I bring this up because this got me one year, this date, and I'll tell you why. When Mercury and Neptune meet up, we can really feel crazy downloads for our intuition, crazy things coming through, inspiration, imagination, intuition, all of this. Um, We could bring a lot of compassion healing moments we might be crying there's a lot of tears especially you know from this point on in the week but it's also things can get foggy mercury murky murky i meant to say but also mercury um this is not a day to do something like 
permanent, like signing a contract. Or in my case, I, in the 2021 Mercury-Neptune meetup at Pisces, I got a tattoo that I thought was going to be like really tiny and delicate. And somehow I did not understand, even though I saw it with my own two eyes in the like temporary when they make you, that it was about, I don't know, 5x the size I wanted. That's fine. Of course, it was a Neptune trident. It's also meta. It's also it's careful when you get a tattoo up. Not careful, but just be mindful. If you get a tattoo that's about Pisces Neptune energy, it's going to be a little trippy, okay? So that's March 8th. That is Friday. Then we go into Saturday. Mercury goes into Aries. Mercury's going to be in Aries for a while because it's going to retrograde in April. Now, Mercury in Aries wants us to be assertive, wants us to feel bold, wants us to go for something, speak our mind, be unafraid to stand up for our beliefs. We're probably going to see lots more protests right in the sign. But we also want to be aware of there's a difference between being a truth teller and just being a dick, right? Mercury in Aries, our tempers can be flying high. We can feel a really short fuse. And we just want to like not do that because, again, radical responsibility for ourselves also really helps the Mercury to keep things succinct, right? Keep it cute, keep it short, or put it on mute, all right? It's not the time to be long-winded. Then on that day, we also have a Mars Uranus square, which can be kind of explosive. It's kind of a combustible, a cosmic combustion energy. You know, Mars and Aquarius, Uranus and Taurus are really stubborn signs. So there could be tempers flaring, personalities clashing, there could also be tech issues. So I just invite you to take deep breaths. Don't let it get the best of you. As always, ask for like, what's the lesson in this? And yeah, we're just we're just honoring that. I had to do that last week. We had like the really challenging day on the 28th with Sun, Mercury, and Saturn meeting up. And like, that was my whole day was just like taking deep breaths. And then my power went out at night. And so I was like, all right, got it. Roger that. I just took deep breaths and you just try to not get into a battle you're not ready for. (laughs) Like sleep on it. March 9th, we're going to sleep on it. And that brings us to March 10th and the weekend. This is a great chance to be dreamy, to be creative and bring your energy back to you. If you can, if you're able to, if you can afford it, have some me time over the weekend. Again, it's the last new moon of the zodiac year. It's the last new moon before we go into the official eclipse season. It's the last new moon that you can really work with intentionally and manifest with until April? No, yeah, until May. Wowzers, if you really want to drop in intentionally, again, Cosmic RX Premium, that subscription, that membership, I'm going to be leading a live new moon call next week or you know this upcoming week when you're listening to this podcast so we can go through some prompts, so we can share some tools, so we can do a little meditation. This is going to be one of the best days of the year to also receive downloads, right? We got a download to upgrade and that's because Neptune is working in partnership with this new moon. Neptune is a ruler of Pisces. I really encourage you all to take a moment to see what wants to drop in. Now, with Pisces season, or the new moon in Pisces in particular, sometimes we revisit something in our healing journey that we thought we were done with. And so that's, you know, this is your reminder, healing, like everything in life, it's not linear, 
It's not linear, babe. And that also sometimes Pisces season asks you to trust and surrender or go with the flow. But like I talked about on a live I did last week, that flow sometimes feels like a lazy river and we're leaning back and like the waters of the galaxy and the universe and we're being held. And sometimes that going with the flow is like you are holding on for dear life on a water rafting trip from hell, okay? Like you're about to flip over, you got boogers coming out your nose, you're screaming, you're inhaling like algae, no one knows what's going on. And I just want to say that's what sometimes the healing journey looks like, feels like, or the journey of trusting your dreams, of acting on them. It's not all just like beautiful rainbows and unicorns and butterflies and dancing under the moon and other like oracle card inspired images. Sometimes it's fucking rough and messy and it feels like you're getting your ass beat, but you also have that feeling of like, God damn, I'm alive. I am feeling everything on a 1000 and that's what we're here to do, right? And Pisces season is the chance and Pisces new moon is the super chance to connect back into our spirit. Where does it live, right? How do we connect to it through our body, through our art, through our heart, through our words? And then what does it want to show us next? And here's the thing I always say, your soul came here to do one thing, and that is to grow. Your soul does not want to be stagnant. It wants to leave the comfort zone for the cosmic zone. It'll rest in the comfort zone sometimes. You'll have those moments, but your your soul wants to grow and expand. And with growth and expansion also comes contraction. So sometimes it can feel like 10 steps forward, four steps back, onward and onward. That's okay. As long as you just keep going, keep growing. I want you to keep dreaming, okay? This is it. So set some big intentions for like to honor that soul, the nudges, the whispers, or maybe just the straight up shoves and slaps upside the head that you're getting from your spirit, from the universe. So we're taking time to do that under these charged mystical moonbeams. In honor of Pisces season, it's weird out there. And we're letting ourselves just see what wants to like flow through us, flow to us. I think about Pisces season as a little bit like a water pick, like coming to just show us what's the stuff, right? That's that's stuck on us, that's sticky. What's the residue that we don't want to bring into our reset rebirth? And under this Pisces new moon, get weird, get dreamy, right? Like, This is not the time to set the really practical, pragmatic intentions, like I said. So that's where I'm going to leave you. In just true Pisces fashion, I want to set the intention and set the blessing over everyone's new moon's intentions that they can all work out more miraculously, more magically than we can even comprehend or calculate for in this moment. And that any healing that needs to go down May it happen with grace and ease. May it be gentle. Be gentle, universe. Be gentle, leather daddy Saturn. Like, we'll do it. Just be gentle. So that's where I'm going to leave you. Like I said, if you want to get your new moon message by your sign, check out the bonus mini episode on the Cosmic Rx premium platform in the Lunarverse. And then in the meantime, I am just wrapping you up and like imagine a cozy cashmere pink blanket made of stardust. That's what I'm wrapping you in, okay? And I'm sending you big hugs, 
like cosmic kisses and of course wishes and blessings for big fat checks and hot juicy sex now and always and forevermore and so it is so mote it be until next time Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.